Hello, welcome to the Days Gone By podcast. My name is Jameson Stewart. In today's episode, we're picking up on part two of Thomas Warren's lesson on gambling on religion. He recorded these while he was a preacher in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, As was with the first part of this study, so hopefully you will enjoy part two of Gambling on Religion. This is Tom Warren inviting you to listen to five Gospel Minutes. Last time I introduced the idea that most of us are gamblers in nothing but religion. That when we buy a house we insist upon a title, when we deposit money in a bank we insist upon a receipt, when we buy an automobile we insist upon a title, when we buy hamburger meat we insist that it be weighed. But in the most important matter of all, that is the salvation of our souls, Many of us will accept the mere guess when they could be certain. No one will accept the mere guess of a butcher in a meat market that he is giving you actually five pounds of steak. You want him to weigh it, and you want to see it weighed. You want to be sure as you can. But yet when it comes to the matter of religion, to the matter of being saved from sin, many people will accept the guess of somebody else, the mere estimate, and will not really check up and see for themselves. Remember in Acts chapter 17 and 11, the Bible ascribes nobility. In other words, this is saying this is what God wants everybody to do to the Bereans who search the scriptures daily to see if the things that were taught by the Apostle Paul were actually in harmony with the scriptures. Now let's look at some specific instances along this line. I have suggested that while people are generally not gamblers, they're not willing to simply take a chance on buying a house or depositing money in a bank, they will do so in the matter of their soul. For instance, many people will simply gamble that they can be saved by sincerity alone, while all the while the Bible makes clear that that cannot be the case. In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25, the Bible says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You see, it's possible for a person to be altogether convinced that what he's doing in religion is acceptable to God, that he really does have the will of God and that he's following it, whereas, as a matter of fact, he is not. Now, is it possible for any of us to know that we do have the will of God? Yes, it is possible. But we cannot know that by simply accepting the word of some other mere human being. Now, while we can use other human beings to point us to what God has actually said in the Bible, none of us must take the word of anyone. You must not take my word, for instance. What you should do is to take your own Bible and read and see for yourself if the things I'm telling you really are true. So now note carefully in Proverbs 16 and 25, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And then in Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23, here is a great principle that we all need to recognize, that the way of man is not in himself, It is not within man that walketh to direct his own steps. It simply isn't possible for me or you or anyone else to know what to do with his life without revelation from God. I cannot know what to do to be saved except I find it in God's word, and that means I have to find it in the Bible. Then we find in Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 something else pertinent to this fact of the gamble that some people make that they can be saved by sincerity alone. 
But note carefully that the Bible says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father who is in heaven. Now notice, just being religious, not even being sincere, uh, can avail to the salvation of the soul. It is necessary, of course, for one to be sincere. No one can be saved without living in good conscience, actually believing and acting in harmony with his beliefs, but that fact alone cannot save one. But what does save one? Jesus himself gives the answer. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, that is, be saved. But who then is it, Lord? But he that doeth the will of my Father who is in heaven. And so it's clear that the Lord simply has one will. There is one plan of salvation, and it is that plan of salvation to which we must be subservient which we must obey. It's been good to have you today, and I hope that you'll be with us next time as we continue our study of Gamblers in Nothing But Religion. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.